The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Welcome to Post Game Pod here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. A little late, I apologize. I juggling a lot tonight, was trying to be dad slash working. Want to get the kids home school tomorrow they were at my in-laws not that you guys care it's just that's why the podcast was so late um doing it live here on youtube twitter facebook if you guys have comments you want to jump in i'm sure a bunch of you will be trickling in um but yeah get to this this will mainly be for the podcast audience on friday morning on the cyclone fanatic podcast network all of our post-game reaction shows during basketball season, brought to you by our friends at the Iowa Clinic, the Iowa Clinic Men's Center, and our friends at Carl Chevrolet, Carl Auto Group. We appreciate all of their sponsorships as we roll through. Uh, appreciate, man, there are more of you watching live than I thought there would be at 11.15. Um, Jake is saying, how dare I have adult adult responsibilities yeah the wife had to work so it's like i gotta get the kids to the in-laws and i gotta pick them up after the game y'all know what i'm talking about it was a uh hell of a night in hilton coliseum and you know i I really i'll spend my time on iowa state here uh if you do want more john miller and i will be going live on iowa everywhere on friday morning at nine to talk more of a balanced look at the game but this is cyclone fanatic so that's where we will spend our time. I, I thought it was, uh, I mean, as near perfect of a game as maybe Iowa State could play, really. Um, you, you force 19 turnovers. You score 90 points. You shoot over 50% from the field, uh, 47% from three. Perfect is a loaded word, right? Like, that, I mean, I mean, because nothing's really perfect, but I mean, it It really, I, at this point in the season, I don't know if Iowa State could play better than they did tonight. I thought that, it, obviously, this game started with, you know, TJ and their philosophy is to pound it inside and inside out and establish that early. And boy, Robert Jones and Trey King were just brilliant early on. I mean, they made the Iowa bigs look really, really, really bad, specifically in that first half, and they just set the tone so early. Here's a stat for you. King and Jones combine to go 14 of 17 from the field. Wow. I mean, that's really freaking good. When those two can do that, you won't lose. Uh, it probably won't happen again this year. Honestly. Because that, that's an incredible stat. On top of that, so, you know, it's funny. This is a game where the stories are going to be written about Keyshawn Gilbert, career high 25. He was phenomenal. Stories are going to be written about Robert Jones and Trey King and Iowa State's inside dominance. The The real deal here, and 
and again, it won't be written about. It's because there's such an expectation for it. But Tame and Lipsy is, in my opinion, a top 10 point guard in college basketball, and the country hasn't caught up to it yet. You know, another night, like a down night for him, was three for seven, 11 points, seven rebounds, six assists, four steals. Now he had five turnovers. I want to cut those down. But he, it's just, he sets the tone. He does so many, like the four steals are huge in that game. And he just sets the tone for the rest of the guys. And I, I thought Lipsy was brilliant tonight. Like, I mean, there were two huge differences, a big difference in these two teams tonight. But Iowa State clearly had the better point guard by a long, by a, by a very wide margin. And then those, the bigs tonight just were completely dominant over, over what Iowa threw out there. I just, again, guys, I, I really, I think Lipsy's totally underrated from a national standpoint. Like he didn't get in the, it's like the Bob Cousy award. I don't know if it was their preseason watch list or what. He didn't even make the top 30. And it's just, if you watch him, you know, he is the MVP of this team. Now, who was the player of the game tonight? Uh, somebody asked me in the chat. I would say Robert Jones was. I know Gilbert had the team high in points, but I, I thought Robert Jones, I mean, where where he was two years ago to where he is now is, is just even where he was a year ago to where he is now. Makes Iowa State so much more difficult to game plan against when, you know, he's not a total zero out there offensively he's pretty good now he's shooting like 75 percent from the field this year six of ten from free throws so yeah it was again it wasn't perfect like mom Chilovich is three of ten right like so that you can get better there like there there's spots where you get but but tonight <clears throat> excuse me was really what the doctor ordered for Iowa State to get that I I didn't think last week I didn't they scored 99. I didn't think they played well at DePaul. I was not I thought DePaul was one of the I mean, I thought they had good individuals, but I did not think they were a good team. I did not think they were coached well. I thought Iowa State just out talented them. And I, I just they defensively, I, I didn't love Iowa State's game. Like, yeah, I know they scored points, but I, I was looking at it like how does this translate to the Big Twelve? In that game, I don't think did. This one was, you know, very convincing to me that this team has taken a significant step forward since what we saw in Orlando. I think what we saw in Orlando was a bunch of guys who, you know, they hadn't played anybody, right? Let's be honest, going into that tournament, you've got guys like Gilbert. Momchilovich, Pavletsky, Curtis Jones, like who they just never played that level of competition before. And it was a huge step. And I think the game was going really fast. And, you know, my hope was that you learn from that and you get better from it. And they have. Right. And I, I asked um, Keyshawn about that tonight. I said, what have you learned in the last two weeks? And, I thought he gave a really good answer. He said, I've learned not to get too high and not to get too low. And I, I was, 
I was with the team after they blew that 21-point lead to Texas A&M. Man, that's easy to get really low. And so now you bounce back, and assuming they went out in these bye games, you know, you start to look at the non-conference now where, yeah, it was a disappointing showing in Orlando, but you you really haven't hurt yourself. With the Big 12 schedule in front of you, you're going to be just fine. So in, the, in this game, too, I, I don't know exactly what it did to the analytics but these 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 blowout wins are huge yeah so iowa state did they jumped big tonight six spots in ken palm after that win tonight so that that's pretty impressive and that's why like these people fans are like well why don't you play tougher games in the non-com because the the net and all that crap actually rewards you for just beating the crap out of these bad teams not iowa but more like Lindenwood or Idaho State, when you beat the crap out of Iowa like you did tonight and you start to rack up these double-digit wins, the, the computers really start to love you. So that's Iowa State's next, you know, Prairie View A&M, Florida A&M, Eastern Illinois, and New Hampshire before you start the Big 12. So you should end this thing with a, an 11-2 and two mark in the non-conference. But again, today's game, I ju- it just wasn't perfect is a big word to throw around. But I again, I, I just don't know if they could play much better. You know, the guy I'm going to give a lot of credit to again, and he just is Pavletsky. 27 minutes tonight, okay? So seven points, hits a corner three. We're all looking for him to hit threes. Five rebounds, three assists. It, it's such a, man, it's a big deal to have him off the bench like that. Also thought it was interesting. So he's chipping into Curtis Jones's minutes a little bit. I thought Curtis was just fine tonight. Four rebounds, like to see that. Four points. But 27 minutes for Pavletsky, 15 for Jones. We also saw Demarion Watson get the Omaha Blue minutes. Omaha did not play in this game tonight. And, you know, I keep getting questions about him. And I, I, I don't have a different answer. Uh, I, I, it's taken him a while, you know. I mean, if you've watched him, and we've all watched, he he looks really out of place out there. And I I I think tonight I didn't ask about it. I'm not going to ask about the one guy, you know, in the post game. You just you beat your rival by 25. The story isn't the McDonald's All American at the end of the bench on a night like tonight, in my opinion. My guess is it's the exact same answer he had again after the the Paul game when he didn't play much in the second half. And, you know, would you like to see him out there more? Absolutely. We would. Everybody's rooting for Omaha. I do know this, that he's a phenomenal teammate. He's completely locked in. It's not a, I, there, I saw like people are like, does he have an injury? Um, is he mad? Uh, no, not, none of that. It's, it's just, he, he's just not there yet. And I'm hopeful now in the next four games with these bye games, that's when you throw Omaha out there and start to work on some stuff. That is my that's my hope as far as that goes. But yeah, no, he's not hurt, nothing like that. He's just not playing well and got to work him back into there. And that's what coaching is. You develop these guys, right? But yeah, big stat in this one, you, you turn Iowa over nine times and 19 times, excuse me, Iowa entered this game as the fifth best team in the country when it came to taking care of the basketball. So that's a huge stat. I mean, I, I would guess entering this game, if you would have told Otts, you're going to turn them over 19 times. The, the, you think your chances are really good. 
in Hilton Coliseum. Hilton was great. Uh, two nights in a row there really was was awesome. The women's game. I was telling uh, a friend of mine after the uh, that I I think I enjoyed even in a loss. You know, I, I wish Iowa State wins it, obviously, but that was one of the most fun games I think I have, I remember covering in Hilton. It was just a great game. Wish that Iowa State could have held on there at the end after they go and take the lead at the five and under, but just a really great basketball game last night, and and, and this one was kind of a dud. I. I is so much of a dud that I'm going to go and watch it again. Like I'm sure a lot of you have already, but uh, just a, a really dominating performance. And I actually, now I love the aspect of this schedule because you, you got the DePaul and Iowa wins, which you, you had to have, I think after how Orlando goes, and now you can really work on some things. Now, See, and this is where the basketball geeks like me are going to freaking love to watch these next four games. Because then you get to watch them really get, really, you know, sharpen their knives and get ready for for Big 12 play. I, I think it's going to be a blast. Fun team. Uh, I, I do not think this team is Big 12 ready yet. I think they got a lot of work to put in over the next three weeks. I know that they will. Um, but... I'm very encouraged after tonight, just how they bounce back, right? Like I, I think I don't know how you're not. I also think this Iowa team has some problems. If if we're being real, uh, Jake, uh, I'll, I'll go ask some of these questions. Uh, Jake says, "Do you think the inside game is replicable into conference play? Probably not. Uh, not to say it's not doable. I just think that you know tonight was." probably a 10 out of 10. Like I do I think that they can replicate that? That's going to be really tough. That's pro- I I hope. <laughs> right? I mean, if they do, Iowa State's a 2 seed. But uh I yeah, I, I just I don't know. I just think the Big 12 I don't like using the word soft cuz that's very disrespectful. I think Iowa's bigs we're taken to school tonight. And I think that they, if you watch their Purdue game, I, I, I wonder how, I just don't think there's a lot of big 12 teams that are going to have bigs um, in that ilk. If that makes sense. That Those guys didn't want to, uh, they didn't want to, they didn't want any of that smoke, you know, and I, Grant makes a great point. Like to me, it's funny. I was talking to my buddy, Chad Leistico from the register who covers Iowa before the game. And I was telling him that I thought war being out was, was a huge deal in this game. Uh, it clearly turned out not to be, but see, I, I think that's a big deal. Grant, when, when Ward comes back for the big 12, more of a defensive deal. Like I just think Trey King, he's been so good the last two games. He's so much more of a natural four than when he has to slide over and play the five. He's just not, like, it, 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 at, the, at the power five level, he's not a five. Not that he can't do it. I mean, he, he, he can some, but Jones is. And I think Robert Jones is now. Like, he, I, I think Robert, he's ready to go. But Trey's going to be so much better with Ward there. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh... All right, let's go back to some of these questions that I have missed up here. 
I'll take a couple more of these things and then I'm going to go and get the editing. Peter, Chris, how could the experts miss so badly on Omaha? Five star basically can't be, uh, it can't miss going out of an unranked team. So, I mean, Peter, here, here's the deal. You're talking about Momchilovich, and like, first of all, don't compare the guys because they're very different players. M- Milan, Milan is playing like a totally different position. I think if Omaha was a guard, he'd be in a much better spot. When you're an 18 year old and you're trying to play up against 24 year olds like Robert Jones and Trey King, like you're going to get your ass kicked sometimes. And it's just a it's just the reality of it. The farther away from the basket you are, the easier it is to play as a freshman. So I'm not giving up on him. I mean, could they miss so badly? I mean, there's five stars that don't play often. And I I mean it it sucks. I wish he was out there, and I think he will be out there at some point, but he's clearly not now. I to me, that's not the story tonight. The the story is that the team won by twenty five without the McDonald's All American. Like that's a good sign. Now you got this super talented guy who has an awesome attitude and he's in the he's on the bench right now cheering on his teammates and he's working hard all the time. Like in in and hopefully you can have him be a piece of this team in the Big Twelve. That's how I look at it. Let's see. Grant, he does it. Yeah, we're, we're talking about the uh how does this all translate into Big 12 play? I, I, I think the guards, like Lipsy to me is first or second team all Big 12. The Gilbert deal is I'm not 100% sold yet, but I think that he, I think Keyshawn took a huge step tonight. I think that he continues to work in the next three weeks, and I think he'll be there. He looked out of place a little bit in, in Orlando. I just thought the game was moving really fast for him. He was being defended by longer guys, more athletic guys than he was used to, and I thought he things sped up just a little bit. But he was great tonight. I, I yeah, I think the guards. I even think Kurt Jones. Like, I, I mean, is he going to be sixth man of the year? No, but I think he defensively and you know, hopefully, he keeps his shots a heck of a lot better than it was. You know, I, yeah, I think that it all can can translate. I'm, I'm really, really, I love the fact that Iowa State scores 90 tonight, only getting eight from Momchilovich because he is their best score. I, I, I will take it to my grave. Right? Like that's their best score at the end of the year. Drawn up a play. Who do you want? It, it's Momchilovich. I, I truly believe that's where it'll be. And you only get eight from him. He's three of 10. He missed a lot of wide open looks. Yeah, I, I think that translates. I really do. Toughness-wise, Iowa State's going to be there. No doubt in my mind. All right. uh, That's about all I got for you guys tonight. Man, I went 20 minutes on that game. Proud of myself. Shout out to my homie, Emily Ryan. Thinking of her. Hope she can get back on the court for the Iowa State women. Got wearing her shirt if you're you're listening on the podcast feed. Uh, Thanks to our sponsors, Carl Auto Group. And uh, my friends at the Iowa Clinic Men's Center, as always. Rob and Connor doing some great work. Appreciate their contributions on the front page of CycloneFanatic.com. All right. Have a great night. We'll see you guys. uh, Williams and Bloom coming up on Sunday.